When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 12, Episode 25. This is Writing Excuses, Hiring an Editor with Callie Stoker. Fifteen minutes long, because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Howard. I'm Dan. And, and I'm we, Callie. And we have Callie Stoker with us. Uh, we're here at the World Horror Convention, and it's, uh, uh, we have kind of a reduced team at the table here, but I'm excited because Callie is a freelance editor, works with a lot of self-publishers, and we have a lot of demand among our listeners for exactly the kind of advice that Callie has to offer. Great. So let's start with the the first question, and this is one that we get constantly um, in email and, and through listeners and through Twitter. Is it worth it for an aspiring author, uh, whether they're going to self-pub or they're going for traditional whatever, to hire an editor? It's out of pocket. It uh, probably sounds a little self-serving, but I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, it's what you're looking for and what you need in your path as a writer, I do work with a lot of authors who are still learning how to write, and they have found they have done the writing group thing. They've joined writing associations, and that has helped them to one point. But they found that they needed a one-on-one mentor, and so they hired me for that. And in doing that, they saw quicker growth. And so um, I work with a lot of writers like that. And then I get to be on the team of several self-publishing authors who are acting as publishers themselves. So they hire out for all the things that a publisher would provide, uh, including editing services. I, and I love that model, uh, Callie. And it's important that we've, I mean, we've, we've hit this nail before. We've hammered this point home before. But I want to say it again. Uh, self-publishing does not mean doing it all yourself. Nope. Yep. It means becoming your own publisher, and one of the roles of the publisher is to hire the editor and the art director and the artist and all of those, all of those other people. Um, from my own experience, uh, writing Schlock Mercenary you know, didn't have an editor uh, for years and years and years, and my first experience with working with an editor was contract work that I did for Privateer Press. Mm-hmm. And I've told the story before, uh, the upshot of the story is I learned things as a writer 12 years after having become a 
full-time creative writing professional by virtue of having an editor tell me, no, that's not enough. This knob goes to 11. You need to give me more here. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the sort of thing that you find, uh, that you find yourself telling, uh, telling writers, that a, that a story doesn't go far enough or a story has crossed a line? Or is it just wordsmithy stuff? Yes, exactly. And I'm specifically a developmental editor, so I deal with story. I let someone else do the grammar and the punctuation. I had never heard that word before. Say that again. A developmental editor, which means I work on content. And see, and and this that's not a phrase that I've heard, but I love it uh, because that's exactly the kind of breakdown that I have, you know, with my editors at Mm -hmm. at Tor and Harper is, you know, they are the ones who help make sure the story is as good as it can be, at which point it moves on to a copy editor and they handle, you know, all the language and the, the... little gritty yeah, stuff. And I find that content edit is so valuable for exactly what you were talking about, Howard, because um, for my first pass, I always write a report. And that report is a chapter by chapter outline that helps point out some of the things that you were talking about. More description here, um, the dialogues happening in a void, create more here. But then I also, in the report, just talk about writing elements that they might be weak on. And they've heard these things before. They've heard showing and telling. They've heard. But what I am doing is I'm making it specific to them and their writing style. Like, I can see that you're trying to show and not tell here, but let's try doing it this way so it's more effective for you. And having that personal one-on-one advice, I've seen really great growth in the writers that I work with. I didn't even know this service existed. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting very, very excited about it. Yeah, it, and, it yeah. Well, and I can't stress enough the value of it. And, you know, especially if you are going to publish your work yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, when, when I, two years ago, put out the John Cleaver novella Next of Kin, uh, which was self-published, at that point, I had, what, six or seven traditionally published books under my belt. I was a successful author. Um, I was best-selling at that point. Uh, and I still went to and hired an editor mm-hmm. to work on that novella because I needed that kind of content advice because I, you know, like, like all arrogant people, I'm very confident in my <laughs> own greatness and in the greatness of my story, but I need an outside person, an outside expert who can say, okay, yeah, it's, it's good, and I can see why you think it's awesome. Let me help you make it so everyone else can see why it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. One of my philosophies as an editor is it's my job to understand what you are trying to accomplish in your book. And once I understand that, it's my job to help you get there. Do you let them pitch the book beginning to end first, or do you let the book speak for itself? How do you handle that? Yeah, I've found that it's much more effective to let the words on the page speak for themselves. And then if I, the hope is that as I read their manuscript, and I always read through it twice, the first one is to read it as a reader and pick up what I can and enjoy what I can, and then the second time to read as an editor. And the purpose of the first read-through is to find out what, what are you trying to accomplish here? And you guys have been doing these great elemental... Uh, yeah, the elemental genres. Genres. Um, what are you trying to get your reader to feel here? What is your purpose? What are you trying to accomplish? For the most part, by the time I get to the end of the manuscript, I can tell what they're trying to get to. If I can't, then I get to have a conversation with 
the writer and we help pinpoint what they wanted to do, what's still stuck inside their head. And then I help them get there. Yeah, I've had a couple of experiences with writing groups where I've uh, I've submitted something and the feedback has been, uh, you know, wow, this this does this really well and this does really well and this is the way it made me feel and I'm not sure I understand that, understood this bit. Mm-hmm. And the takeaway for me was none of those were the things that I wanted you to feel and that bit you didn't understand was the bit that was supposed to bring it all home. So obviously I've failed. Give me that back and I will rewrite it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and in the chapter-by-chapter outline that I do, I have two columns. One, which is exactly that, what's my reader feedback? What did I get from the page? Just so that the author can see that, because it is helpful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's pause right here and do our book of the week. Now, this is one that uh, Callie wants to talk about. It's not one that you wrote or worked on, but one that you love and honestly one that I love as well. Tell us about it. Yeah, I recently read Vicious by V.E. Schwab. Uh, I've been following her for a little bit and really been enjoying her writing. She writes YA under Victoria Schwab. And one thing that she excels at 
is a lot of trust in the reader. And that's something where an editor, again, is very valuable because as an author, you know your whole story. You know what you're trying, you know everything from beginning to end. And how do you know what holes are good holes and what holes are bad (laughs) and are confusing? And V.E. Schwab has found that perfect balance. So she trusts her reader to pay attention and to keep going as you go along and read, uh, but it's never confusing. This story is a mix between X-Men meets Count of Monte Cristo. So you've got two college boys who believe that people can gain superpowers, but only after a near-death experience. So what follows? They try to kill themselves. <laughs> and, That's uh, end well. and, and it really is a wonderful book. Uh, it is one of the teeny tiny handful of books that I have actually given a cover blurb to. Um, I'm, I'm not the front cover on this one because I'm not as awesome as, <laughs> as that. But I'm on the back cover, though. Uh, and, and it really is a great book, and mm-hmm. she's a fantastic author. So that is Vicious by V.E. Schwab. Uh, you can find that anywhere fine books are sold. Outstanding. Um, so question for you from the, the writerly standpoint. Uh, are there lessons that you, you can offer? Is there advice that you can give to a writer that extends beyond, um, boy, you need an editor? Because we've established, <laughs> boy, you need an editor. What are the pointers that you can give to a writer that will, that will shortcut some things for them or help things out? I believe strongly that writers need to think of themselves as uh, small business owners. Mm-hmm. And that means doing sometimes a paradigm shift in your brain because we are creative, we are creators, but becoming more business-minded. And we've already touched on some of the points that go under being business-minded. One is that you are not an expert in everything. Thus, you need to find the experts Yeah, and surround yourself (laughs) by the people who know what they're doing. I'm I'm not certain that I'm an expert in anything. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, You're an expert in in freaking me out. Well, that has always (laughs) been my goal. Uh, Let me ask you, because I know a, a concern that a lot of people have, especially as yet unpublished authors, uh, they are afraid or concerned that an editor is going to come in with the hammer of doom and, and force them to do something and make decisions that they don't want. Um, and I, I know I, I fight with my editors constantly mm-hmm. and say no and, you know, and just as often say yes. How do you as an editor handle those kind of situations where the writer says, I don't like your advice, I'm not going to make that change? Um, I think all editors kind of love those fights. (laughs) That might explain something about us. Um, Yeah, I find if we were to have a quick conversation about a good editor versus a bad editor, um, an editor that's going to be less than helpful is one that goes in with their own ideas and their own mindset of of what your creation should be and then tries to make it that. And so I'm going back to my philosophy. It's my job to first understand what you're trying to accomplish. So I personally work very hard to set the writer at ease and let them know I am here to help what you are trying to do. So I think that's a really important element. And once I gain that trust, then when I'm asking them to do very difficult things or make very large changes, they're willing to at least look at it Mm -hmm. instead of just, oh, you didn't understand me. 
I'm not even going to address I, it. I think in this vein, um, the writer who always pushes back and never makes the change that they don't want to make is going to miss out on mm-hmm. an experience that they desperately need to have. Yeah. But the writer who never pushes back will miss out on on something else. I know that if I had pushed back on the privateer press guys, uh, I would have gotten fired. But, <laughs> but, the, but the story would not have been as good. Um, but, but at the same time, you know, I've had editorial suggestions that I know were just wrong. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just because the editor and I had different visions for what the story was trying to do. It was because the editor thought it could be done this way, and I'm, I know it can't, and in this instance, I was right. <laughs> and it's a real privilege to work with authors that have that clarity of, I know what I want, and I know what I'm trying to accomplish. So that's a lot of that. Well, we have no follow-up to that. Um, all right, so, so, so what else? What, what are some of the things that... Uh, that I mean, aside from from that clarity of vision, and aside from kind of helping polish up, what else can you, as an editor, can freelance editors in general offer to authors? Well, keep in mind that there are different uh, layers of editing, mm-hmm. and so content is usually the first place to go. And I do two passes: I do a content edit, and then a line edit which does include some of the grammar and punctuation, but I still get to look at the story. Are you, are you saying it clearly? I look at the s- syntax. Um, I do a lot of checking up on things, on fact-checking. Uh, then after that, you're going to want to get into your copy edit, which is straight grammar punctuation. If you've hired a copy editor and they're making comments to your story, be aware that that's not really their job. If it's helpful, great, but that's not a copy editor's job. They're just there to clean it up. And then the final pass is your... Um, proofing? Thank you. Proofing, Proof, yes. Proofreader, And yeah. uh, I, I love copy editors. I fight with copy editors even more than I fight with normal editors. Uh, but <laughs> uh, what, what I love about copy editors is when you get a really good one, they are the most meticulous readers you will ever have. Yeah. They will catch stuff. And it's, it's because they're, you know, a proofer is, is, is meticulous, but they're looking at spelling. They're looking at punctuation. A copy editor is looking specifically at the story. And uh, I, I had a copy editor once who found a mystery in the partial series that no one else had noticed. Hmm. And I had been building it for two books. And she's like, there's a hole here. And I said, no, Ooh. there's not. You're just the only one who's noticed the mystery that's coming. Um, and it's because she read so carefully. And apparently I hid that mystery too well. <laughs> and she's uh, the it only didn't one really who... come out because she's the only one. But uh, <laughs> copy editors are great for that kind of stuff. Yeah, very detail-oriented. Now, Callie, listening to you talk about editing, uh, I, I've, <laughs> I knew there were a couple of different kinds of editors. And now uh-huh. you've given me like six. <laughs> and... Uh, if I were self-pubbing and looking to hire an editor, mm-hmm. I am not confident in my ability to find an editor who is going to do the things that I know need to be done. Mm-hmm. How, as a writer, would I would I go about finding the right editor? What are the resources for me for making sure that I'm hiring a content editor, not a copy editor, or hiring a proofreader, not a, a content editor? How do I... Yeah, go about it. You've talked a lot about hiring agents 
and that there's a partnership there. There's a trust that needs to be built there. And an editor is a lot of the same thing. So uh, most, if not all editors should offer a free edit. Um, I do up the first chapter or up to 3,000 words. So that gives you a little taste of what they can offer for you. Um, having that communication and seeing if you just mesh well, because personality is just as important as mm -hmm. the actual work itself. Uh, talk to other writers and find an editor that they trust. There's nothing better than having a recommendation. And coming to cons like this and meeting, shaking hands, um, going to panels where an editor really sounds like they know what they're talking about, that is all extremely helpful because anyone can say they're an editor. There's all different brands of editors out there. So weeding through to find a good one can be difficult. A good one and a good one for you. Yeah. So we're, we're out of time, but I want you to tell our listeners very quickly where they can find you online. So I'm Callie Stoker, the manuscript doctor, Doctor Who fan. So I can say I'm the doctor. <laughs> so you can find me at themanuscriptdr.com um, or just Google the manuscript doctor and I'll show up. Awesome. Outstanding. Um, writing prompt? Well, let's do homework today. Oh, uh, rather I've than writing prompt. One. Oh, you've got one. I've got one. Hit us. Okay, so this works best for something short, a short story. Go ahead and write your story all the way to the end. Then look at your word count, and your job is to subtract a thousand words, anything extraneous. Once you've done that, go back and subtract another thousand words. And again and again until your story falls apart and, your and isn't, a haiku. isn't doing anything for <laughs> oh. you anymore. And once you've reached that point, go back and put a thousand words back in and you have found your sweet spot. Oh, I love that. As a former audio engineer who would push the knob too far just to see where too far is, I love that. Yeah. Callie, thank you so you much for joining us. Um, well, I guess that's it. Uh, this is Writing Excuses and you, fair listener, are out of excuses. Go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.